Over the years um, that I've been doing Thanksgiving Eve services, I've rotated back to this Philippians passage often. And it's in your bulletin, so you can follow along with me. Rejoice in the Lord, always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, take this passage and apply it to our hearts and minds, even now by your gracious Holy Spirit. And may we see the truth in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Children, I have a question for you as Christmas is around the corner. What are your parents, are, are your parents most pleased with you saying thank you? Or with your, your, uh, are your parents, actually this is the way I want to say it. Are your parents more pleased when you say thank you than they are when they hear you ask for something. Well, I don't expect the kids to answer me. So I'll go to the grown-ups. Is God more pleased with your thanks than he is with your petitions? Now, I think one reason I come back to this year after year this passage is because there's a cycle here. The cycle of joy and then the kind of behavior that joy results in. Our translation says reasonableness. Perhaps it, a better way of saying it would be uh, gentle forbearance. It's actually used of Jesus in the context of humility in, first, in 2 Corinthians 10. And what it is about is your attitude towards those around you. It was a Roman and Greek virtue that Paul kind of baptized because it's all together in harmony with when it's done right with the gospel. But joy leads to the kind of attitude that isn't easily offended, a kind of gracious, gentle patience with our neighbors and with everybody. And so, uh, the joy in the Lord leads to this response. And then he goes on to say, the Lord is at hand. God's present. The Lord Jesus promised never to leave or forsake his people. And of course, one day, very soon, 
he'll come again. Um, and, but then it goes on, if you happen to be anxious about something, take it to the Lord in prayer. There are actually three different words for prayer, but they, it's very difficult to um, it, it'd be suspicious if any preacher would draw any distinctions between prayer and supplication and requests. It's just different ways of saying the same thing. But you move from joy, uh, and then there's this potential anxiety, and then you bring your request to God, and then what happens? Um, the peace of God comes, but this peace is there with answer to prayer, and the answers to prayer have been following one after the other, and so as you pray, you also thank God. Have you ever um, asked a group to just give thanks, not to pray, uh, not to ask for... Um, it, it, did, did any of those that were praying thank, prayers of thankfulness just now move on to requests? Is it possible not to, if we have a gracious God? No, it seems like this inevitable cycle, when we give thanks for something, then we pray for more. And then, you know what happens? The peace of God comes and guards us from that anxiety, guards our hearts and our minds, gives us the joy that enables us to get the cycle going. What I want you to see here is this cycle. And thanksgiving is part of the cycle. But in case some of you missed last year's Thanksgiving Eve service, or maybe your memories are a little short, let me remind you what we learned last Thanksgiving Eve about what it means to be thankful. A thankful heart recognizes the gift. A thankful heart understands that the gift is not something deserved. It's not something just that willy-nilly happened. It's something that was designed by a gracious benefactor and given. What's under the tree, a uh, Christmas tree, if you have a Christmas tree, is there because somebody thought ahead of time. And some people are better at that than others, as my own children, grandchildren know. Well, thankful hearts recognize the gift as a gift, not deserved. That's the first thing thankful hearts do. The second thing thankful hearts do is they affirm the giver. It didn't just, I didn't just win the lottery. It wasn't by chance. There was a personal giver who gave the gift. And if I'm thankful, I'll acknowledge that bond, that personal relationship, and I'll rejoice in it. And then, third, the thankful heart doesn't think it has the obligation to give back in equal measure. If we think we can give back in equal measure, it turns the, th the gift into a kind of barter. But that's not what 
the Christian thankfulness is all about. Okay, so those are three things about being thankful. Let's, let me give you three related things about prayer. And, and, and these three would be, uh, first, the praying heart recognizes the need. You pray because you're helpless. You pray because uh, you, you can't do it by self. So that's why you come in prayer. Secondly, the praying heart acknowledges that the one to whom we're praying is big and strong and can do what you ask. But he's also wise and righteous and will do what is good for you. So the, the second thing is, the first thing is we're beggars. The second thing is God is able to respond. And then the third thing about the praying Christian is they trust in God's wisdom. I think that's why Jesus put uh, that into the Lord's prayer. Give us this day our daily, well, let's see. The kingdom come, thy will be done in heaven as it is in earth. And uh, according to the will of God, it, it's, we, we pray and then we leave it in God's hands. It's what he ultimately decides. So you have this cycle of asking and of receiving, and then there's the gifts. There's the giving, which brings joy, which brings delight. And these three things that are evident in the text here, joy, petition, and thanksgiving, they're the... Th it's a triad taken right out of the, uh, the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament. The, uh, uh, Christian piety is a piety that rejoices in the Lord and that asks for good things from the Lord, knowing that God delights to give. We're going back now to that question I posed at the beginning. Uh, do your parents like your requests? Or do they like your saying thank you? Um, one of my grandkids asked for something that I thought was pretty special. And I wondered whether it could possibly be given. But the parents recognized how that gift would be used and were generous and gave it. Do you think the parents rejoiced in the asking? I know the child re, uh, was legitimately, it, it was genuinely thankful and has made good use of the gift. It's the same way for our Heavenly Father. He wants us to ask for good things in order that he might give them to us. He says even, Open wide your mouth so that I may fill it. Is that like um, a metaphor of a little bird waiting for the mother bird to drop something into the opened mouth? 
Um, lots of metaphors in the Bible. Well, what I really want you to see tonight is this cycle. Joy, requests, and thanksgiving, and the peace that comes as a result of the joy and the requests and the thanksgiving, the peace that comes and guards our hearts and takes away the anxiety that, drew, that, that sent us uh, with the prayers in the first place or the umpteenth time. The, I want you to see that cycle. If you see that cycle, if, if you want to become a more thankful person, ask for more. And when you get it, rejoice. Rejoice. And let your, the attitude of rejoicing be reflected in the way that you interact with the world. Let your reasonableness, let your gentle forbearance, let your, uh, let, let your gentleness be evident to the world. Because you, you Things don't depend on you. You've got someone looking out for you, and you're thankful for that. Let's close with prayer. Father in heaven, thank you that you're the kind of God who wants your people to ask for good gifts, and then that you respond. And we pray that we'll be more thankful Recognizing the gift, recognizing the giver, and being content to rest in the gifts that you give. So we pray in the strong name of Jesus, who gave thanks to you in the midst of his ministry on earth. Gave thanks to you that the poor, the humble, the lowly were hearing the message of the gospel the message that you give us, even now. In Jesus' name, amen.